All right, everybody, welcome back to our training day podcast. I got my man, Storm Roy, with one of the greatest names I've ever heard. I don't think I've ever met anyone with the first name Storm, Storm. And I think that when we talked about it a few seconds ago, it's just, it's, I said, with a name like that, you got to be like, you know, just the amount of, you know, innuendos and, you know, titles and different sayings that you've probably heard throughout your lifetime are just probably unlimited. Um, but I love this name. So it's an honor to have you on our training day podcast. How you feeling today, brother? Feeling good. Yeah, it's really, really good to be here. I appreciate this. Um, yeah, I got to, when I started training, got to listen to videos with you. A whole bunch of other people helped start the company. And we're here at the beginning or much more before me. So really happy to be here. Love it, man. Well, you're with Vera and Vite, and uh, you guys are doing great numbers. I'd love to know a little bit about your backdrop. Kind of where were you before this? And how did you find Family First Life? Sure. So before this, I was working at a retail store. Um, I had a buddy um, named Nick, who is my upline now, and he started doing, um, he started at another IMO, didn't have great results, and then switched over to Family First Life and started having some success and was trying to convince me to come on board and um, had a lot of life stuff going on right then. Um, started doing some of the training, kind of got freaked out, stopped for a little minute. And then he kept dripping on me, dripping on me. And eventually I ended up coming back because I saw the opportunity and I was kind of sick of where I was at. I had also started working with autistic kids at that point too. So between a retail job and working with kids on the spectrum, um, you know, uh, I was looking for something that was fulfilling, but that would reward me for my time a little bit better so I could help other people around me a little more. Wow. I like that. Um, were you an easy sell or were you a hard sell? Oh, no. We, we all, our friend group thought he was he was in over his neck. We were like, what is this? What are you getting up to? Because he, he used to work for, you know, some government agencies and stuff. So I was like, okay, so you're going from that to this. That's a little weird. But we just started seeing the results and he just started telling me all about it. And um, started shooting me videos. Pretty sure he sent me a couple of yours, you know, Paul McLean and you know Matt Smith and stuff. And I was like, all right, this is this is interesting. Funny how you needed to see results, and his results created the conversation that turned the head. Right? You're like at first, you're like, what's he doing? This is crazy. It doesn't it, this is this makes no sense. He's ruining his life. <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> <laughs> And then all of a sudden, Storm, there's results, there's deposits, there's there's a different conversation, and it makes you question what you're doing, <laughs> right? 100%. So how important was it for Nick to get results? I think it was super important, and it wasn't even, for me, it was cool because I had a relationship with him before, so not only did was he sharing results, but I was getting to see um, what he was doing with those results. He's a super helpful person in his community. And so it wasn't just like he was talking to talk, but he was also walking the walk. You know, he had reinvested in his business and be responsible, but I was like, oh, okay. So he's helping and being a helpful person. Obviously he's able to do that because what mm. he's doing is working. Mm. So that That's helped huge. even more. That's huge. So when did you make that transition? 
that would have been, um, I want to say early 2022, uh, probably February, maybe. I think so. I went to the first convention before I went to 2022 convention in Miami before I had writing numbers, uh, started helping on live veils just to listen to people dial and, do, and set up appointments. Got it. Okay. So you went to conventions. So you've been to now two conventions. Correct. And I mean, you'll, as you, you know, kind of are increasing your volume, increasing your numbers, helping more families, you know, that there's something about the training here. There's something about our process. What about what you've seen at convention and what about what you've seen throughout your time here being trained and being immersed in training has helped you and put you in a position to win at the level you're winning at now, helping 30 or so families a month? So I would just see these, these, you know, wonderful, really kind people get up on stage. And I would just think to myself, I'm smarter than them. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I would, mm-hmm. I would see people uh, sharing about their results though, and knowing that and getting to meet some of them and realizing that they were just human beings, um, that there was a process that worked and that I'm not so special that the process won't work for me. <laughs> you know, the opposite of special, right? <laughs> Because if I'm special and unique, and it's, uh, I don't know, for myself, I have two, I've had two waves of those, you know, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm special, and I'm doing well now. And so I can take a break, or I'm special, and it's not going to work for me. Right. So I try, I try to be just like y'all. I like what you said there. I'm not so first off, they're just human beings. Right? They're on stage. Great. Congratulations. But they're not robots on stage. Just humans they put their pants on one leg at a time like I do right and the reason they're on stage is because there's a process right they're plugging into something that's working and if I plug into that I can do what they're doing yes that was it right and I don't that was it I don't think I'm so special there's two versions of special right what you said was the special version where I'm just too awesome the special version where I'm not awesome enough. But I'm not not awesome enough that it won't work for me. That's a very simple, laid-out plan to success, right? But that's just the thought process. Then you actually have to start walking. What did that look like? Leads, figuring out schedule, figuring out exactly all the things that you needed to figure out for you and then how you learned how to increase and expand that. Sure. So when I started, we were running entirely in the fields. And in, in the field, at least my wing of the team. I'm over in California. Most of my team is over in the Midwest. Um, I guess Indiana's in the Midwest. I'm not sure. But uh, <laughs> they're all in Indiana. And um, we were running in, in the field in person. So I would get um, call-in mortgage protection leads. And I would go drive two hours to a county to then run appointments, running up and down the hills, spending, you know, four or five, six hours in the car every day doing that. And that worked. And right when I started kicking up steam in the middle of summer 2022, that's when all the leads dried up. That's when the market shifted a little bit. So right when I was getting my momentum going okay i know if i have x amount of appointments for the weekend because i was doing part-time at the time i don't know if i have x you know 
the math worked out, numbers were good. And then things, the flip, the script flipped. So all of a sudden we don't have leads in our local areas like we have anymore. So we had to start transitioning to telesales, starting doing aged mortgage, tried my hand at final expense. Um, I know for some people that works really, really awesome and wonderful. That was not my cup of tea. I did not do well with that. Um, I don't, yeah, I won't name the state, but I will not run business in a particular state for final expense ever again. Uh, nuts. And then, um, and then I had some personal, you know, stuff going on too. Godfather that I lived with, that I was caretaking for eight years passed away in early part of this year. So it was just kind of like a um, financial and personal, uh, you know, year of adversity. And then coming into the beginning of this year, I started picking up some steam because I started investing in, um, so buy per leads, and then also started investing in the digital mortgage protection leads. And that's what flipped the script for me. That's what kind of got that momentum back to where it's like, oh, okay, I feel new again, but now I can run consistent numbers and know what my lead flow needs to be and have uh, started to kind of get over that hump of figuring out telesales, which took way longer than it should have. So. Wow. Makes sense. Now, again, you had some adversity. I think we all challenged, we all struggle with adversity from time to time. Um, I think the key for you is, is that you fought the adversity and that you won. It's easy to lose against adversity when you don't want to fight it. You know, what made you fight? Yeah. So I just had my back up against the wall and then I had a lot of really supportive people, you know, I had my, um, not my direct upline, but Matt Borsch. I mean, you call these people, it's nuts. If you put in the work and you're willing and you're trying to do the right thing, these people will pray with on the phone with you. These people will call you and be there for you and run scripts and do all that stuff for you. So having that support kind of helped me go, oh, okay, yeah, I got stuff going on, but I need to dial and help other people and try and make it more about the client than about myself. Hmm. And um, yeah, and then, you know, Matt, Matt said something too that was interesting. He said, you know, you deserve this, uh, which was a weird concept. I never considered that I did or didn't, but when he said that, I realized that Maybe a part of me had thought, oh, you know, I'm never going to be hmm. able to produce at this level or be one of the people on the stage or be able to do this in life. And so I don't think there was one pat thing, but having a network of people to be plugged into, talking to daily, who supported me through that helped me a lot. And just knowing that, you know, when I do well with what I do, I'm able to give and be back give back to the community that I'm a part of as well. So it all circles around. It makes it all worth it for me. For me, that's, that's, that's my why, you know, wow. if it's just for me, for myself, I, it doesn't give me the motivation to get up on time and be ready to go. But when it's about other people, something about that helps me be more about it. It's crazy, man. And good. Yeah. And good. Um, amazing how everybody ticks differently. And, you know, I could see yeah. the passion. You know, when yeah. you started talking about being supported and being supported through a tough time, you know, everybody wants to be supported through a tough time. But sometimes people think support is unrealistic because people, have, other people have stuff going on, too. And 
this is just my little problem. I'm in my little corner. I'm in my little, I'm in my bag. You know, I'm going to kind of just stay in my, in my deal and I'll soak on my own. And I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll refine the dream. Maybe I'll lose the dream. I don't know. I don't even know if I deserve the dream, you know? Then to have someone like Matt, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Say you deserve, like to me, first off, I know Matt's tonality. I'm hearing him say it as you, as you say, he said it. But how life-giving is that, man? And you know Matt's. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he's not the most soft and cuddly. Ah. And he's not, you know, he apologizes for being harsh. And it's like, brother, you know, you're not harsh. But he, but he is very, he's, he's assertive and, strict and straight to the point and won't mm-hmm. waste time if you're not putting in the work. But it's just interesting how one little thing people can say can kind of, change or change the trajectory excuse me of people's lives you know and he probably he may not even remember saying that you know right but you do mm-hmm. you know and it's the reason it's one of the reasons obviously you put in the work and you dealt with it how you needed to deal with it it's one of the reasons you're helping 30 families a month now and i mean that's significant that's significant for you and as you said for your community because you would like to give back to your community so you have your why and you have your, your how it's telesales and your the vehicle that you're in. So let's talk about the, what let's talk about how, the, the, the way you go about this. What is it that you're doing to get the result that you're getting? So again, there was a lot of different things. I, I was looking through all the training videos I was watching and all this stuff for, that one magic secret thing that would change everything. But it was like an accumulation of a bunch of small stuff, like being willing to sacrifice, staying up late and doing stuff I like to do, like getting up on time, like having a routine, like checking in daily with a mentor. Um, but as far as the what, the practical sense, um, yeah. the biggest All part that's was practical. leads. All that's practical yeah. though. So that stuff helps. I do want to talk, um, you know, schedule and exactly your, your, your approach to telesales maybe you're scripting, but this stuff is massive because again, we're not all, it's not all just um, tactical stuff. We're dealing with a lot up here. We're dealing with a lot in here. What you're doing to deal with that is going to help people. So continue, please. Yeah, hundred percent. Exercising for me, like having a spiritual life, like taking time in the morning to like, you know, say some prayers or meditate, or even if that's not your cup of tea, like taking some time to do, listen to positive music, anything that like the biggest part of this is the mindset for me. If mentally I'm not present, I'm not going to do nothing. Jimmy cracked corn and I don't care. I'm not going to, I'm not going to make those dials. I'm not going to, you know, try and put forth effort because mentally it's not going to work out. They're going to be mean. They're going to answer. and da, 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 da. But when I treat my mind with you know, having a routine, doing exercise, getting rest, being willing to sacrifice little luxuries. Like for me, uh, I had to get rid of my social media. I'm not using it for recruiting or anything right now. So I had to get rid of that kind of stuff for me because um, it was crazy and distracting and wasting time for me when I'm not being productive on it. Right. So mm. a, accumulation of a lot of things with the, with the intent of I want to be more streamlined and effective and helpful. Okay, and that leads to productivity. 
Yes. Hundred percent. All these life hacks. Everyone's a different. Some people, um, you know, some people meditate and pray. Some people read positive affirmations. Some people journal. Some people run. Some people walk. Some people listen to music. Like again, what is your deal? What keeps you upright? You do have to find that in life. You're finding it or found it. What would you say? Always finding it. But I've found Amen. some stuff that that works though. That you works. know, willing to keep growing. But yeah, it's rhythmic. Okay, because we need some. We need a rhythm that's productive for the mind, mm. and it allows you to then get into the tactical stuff. So tactically, now, what are some things? What are you doing to help thirty families a month? We talk about leads, the type of leads, how much you're investing, and the kind of schedule you're running to get that result from a call-to-close standpoint. Sure, 100%. So it all starts with leads. If you don't have leads, it's very hard to call people to you know, uh, help them. So starts with getting leads. I like having automated lead orders. Right now, I still have some BPL counties for some call-in mailers. So those trickle in, those are automated. But I also started doing a digital uh, mortgage protection lead vendor that I can either do. I've been splitting up to do um, a set of 50 in the beginning of the week and then a set of 50 at the later part of the week. Mm. Um, you know, lead spend can range from between, you know, try not to get it over 3000 but maybe like like one to I'd say probably 2,500 would be a good average, 2,000, 2,500 a, a week for me. Okay. Yeah. And then once I have the leads scheduling, I want to continue getting better. But what I would really like to do, cause I'm on Pacific time is get up at five, start dialing East coast and then central and then, and then mountain and then Pacific time. So I have a four hour window to call during that golden hour between eight and mm -hmm. nine, catch people on their way to work and either set appointments or do one call close. One really important thing for me that I had that has been helping me lately is instead of having an appointment count of, okay, I know if I have 30, 40, 50 appointments a week, I'm golden. I'm good to go. I'm going to find sales in there. Mm -hmm. What I've noticed with, with digital mortgage protection, just for myself, I can't get them to show up on the phone. I was setting about 50, 50 appointments a week and having like a, you know, 20% show ratio. So, you know, talk about having a day with 15 appointments. Oh, hey, Nick, I got 15 appointments. I'm going to really help a lot of families, you know, hmm. and then not so much. So what I've been transitioning to is one call close. So if I got them on the phone, I want to close with them if I can. And if they absolutely can't, they're working or doing other things, then I'll go ahead and set an appointment. But I don't go into it going, if I answer the phone, I have to set an appointment. I have to set an appointment. If they answer, I'm assuming we're going to do the appointment and I'm assuming I'm going to help you unless you Got tell it. me otherwise. Got it. So you're doing both, obviously. Your your goal is to call to close, but you're, you have to set appointments if it doesn't work at that time, right? Sure. What, what would you say is your close ratio on the call to close? I get you on the phone. I would say... Um, 30 to 50% depending. I'll say this. Hmm. Yeah, I'd say ranging from like 25 to 50. Because the, the way it was broke down for me was, you know, 25% of people are going to say yes, no matter what, right? Mm -hmm. And then from between up to about 75%, it's going to be your increase in skill. But I'd say a lot of them, it's about 50%. Because if you can get them on the phone, and they're willing to sit with you, the lead is pretty high intent. Unless I screw it up somehow, 
pretty good shot of getting that to go through. That's strong. The hardest part is just getting them on the phone. No doubt. And what is your rhythm for that? Do you have a dialer? Do you have, um, unlike a dialing system, or do you, are you using your, you just dialing with your fingers? How does it work? Yeah, so I'm using a, a Ringy, a CRM platform. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. So reason being, I can use a whole bunch of different numbers, try and get people in their area codes, but sometimes people don't answer their own area codes. So sometimes I'll then switch to my cell phone or whatever. Um, I'm kind of a weirdo and I don't do well with dead brain time. So I'll usually be dialing from multiple, multiple devices at once and whoever picks up first, that's who I'm going to go ahead and try and one call close. Got it. Well, it's obviously working. It's obviously making you, you know, you've gotten stronger, a lot stronger since you started. You've got a lot stronger since you had to kind of make an adjustment back to getting into this full time. And you're trending right now upwards. So that's pretty awesome. Um, if an agent was in your position back in the day, 12 months ago, and they were going through adversity and they were doubting whether this was for them or not, or they were doubting whether or not they could still do this, or they were doubting anything, what would you say to them? Persist. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give up on, I don't even like saying don't give up on yourself. I mean, I know that's a common thing. And if that helps you, great, but don't give up on the system, you know, because I can have doubts about myself all day long. But when I again say, no, the system works, Mark wouldn't be sitting there if the system didn't work. Sean, Mike, you know, Nick, Matthew Borsch, Brian Kosk, all these people, if you don't give up on the system. I haven't seen people who've shown up and worked fail, <clears throat> but the people that stop showing up fail. Wow. That's really good. That. That's really yeah. good. Well, thank you storm for uh, taking the time to share with us your journey, share with us the things that are working for you, share with us why you're having the success you're having now. Um, I appreciate your time. Storm Roy, Training Day Podcast. Thank you very much for your time, sir. Thank you. God bless you all. A lot of nuggets here, man. Storm dropped that fire. Or he sent the storm. <laughs> he sent the thunder. He sent the lightning. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you.